Hey, good evening, everyone, and welcome, or good morning. I don't know which it is. It's good evening here. Um, I'm over here in New York City um, on a trip with my wife. I'm in the hotel room, obviously. She's out to dinner with coworkers, and, you know, she didn't want to take her conspiracy theorist husband uh, with her, which is a wise move. So, <laughs> um, and I don't, I don't care about the Super Bowl. So I have an hour or so, and I thought that I would go ahead and record um, another installment of us reading the Robert Hur report. So that's what we're going to do. I apologize for any audio issues um, that this may happen here. As you can see, I'm holding the mic. Um, the desk that I am working from is about the size of a piece of paper. So there's not enough room for all of my equipment to be in the desk at the same time and be right in front of me. So um, working with what we got. And uh, what we got is the her report, and that's the most important thing. So, hopefully, this audio quality is uh, is good enough, and um, you guys enjoy it. And um, hopefully, the Swifties lost yesterday, because by the time you see this, it'll be Monday. All right. If you like the show, please hit the thumbs up. I really appreciate that. That helps me out on Rumble. The other thing you can do to help me out is uh, visit my. Some of my uh, my my advertisers here, so you can find it in the description of the show wherever you're watching this, or you can go to, go to my link tree. The link tree is the easiest place. There you'll find all my support links. So if you want to buy me a cup of coffee, kofi.com is the best way to do it. If you want to get yourself some Benson's honey, some of their soap, um, their candy, any of that stuff, Benson Honey Farms right here. Just click the link. It's an affiliate link. They kick a few dollars my way out of your purchase. Same thing with bootleg products. Can't say enough good things about them. Their chili, their salsa, their sauces, their seasonings. I absolutely love everything I have had from bootleg products. So uh, give Mike and them some of your business and uh, make some great food at home with bootleg products. If you use this link, they'll kick a few dollars my way. Manly Cans. Look, you're running out of time to get the manly man in your life a Valentine's Day gift. Manly Cans is a great way to go. You can definitely go over there, pick out a can full of stuff that you think he'll like. You can customize the can uh, to to your Manly Man's liking and uh, get that for Valentine's Day. They'll kick a few dollars my way. And then I got some merch. You know the coffee cup is the best thing there. There's shirts and there's hats and there's stickers and there's pint glasses, which are pretty cool too. Uh, there's cool items, but the coffee cups are where it's at, I'm telling you. And then lastly, there's Venmo. So uh, one last word on my links. If you go, if you guys are watching on Rumble, you probably know this, but if you're not watching on Rumble, um, you may have seen me upload some videos that are clips from the show. And I have been doing that more regularly now, and I'm going to continue doing that. If you're interested in finding clips from the show because you're like, eh, I got a friend who might like just humans content, but I can't get him to watch a two-hour program. Go over here to uh, the playlist, and you will find clips. I got 40 of them up so far. I'm going to keep adding more and more and more. And send them one of these clips. Also, if you are interested in following us as we read the Her Report, there's a playlist that is just for that. It's right here, just like there's a Durham playlist. So, all right, with that out of the way, we're going to get to the report. Um. I will say I am nervous about this recording. I'm trying to, I'm trying to hold the mic at a good place, 
and I really apologize if I if I screw that up. Um, but yeah, working with working with what we got. So, all right, let's get to the her report. I think I've been too close to it. I'm going to back off of it just a little bit. Zoom in. The other thing that's weird about this setup is I can't see myself. I can't see my program that I'm recording with. I can only see like one screen at a time. I don't have multiple monitors. So, all right, but y'all don't want to hear about that. You want to hear about classified documents. All right, one, tracking of classified briefing books. In the wake of the August 2010 Hamptons trip, and the difficulty in retrieving top-secret code word documents. Executive Secretary staff implemented a more formal system for tracking Mr. Biden's classified briefing books. Okay, so in August 2010, they changed protocols for tracking Biden's classified briefing books. The team began numbering and recording the contents, contents of each book. Oh, my God. Guys. This is an email from the OVP National Security Staff. Guys, 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 that is that is kick-ass. You know what that means? They're itemizing these, which means there's receipts for every single one. There are, seat, there are receipts for every single classified briefing book that Biden received, and they started tracking them. That, if her, that means her has that book. He has, he has this spreadsheet. And he knows where all of this stuff came from, where it went, on what date, who received it, I bet, who sent it, all of that good information. That is awesome. And created a spreadsheet that logged the date, book number, and how the book was delivered and the date of return. So he knows which ones are missing. Despite these new procedures, the executive secretary team continued to struggle to retrieve Mr. Biden's classified briefing books, and they know which ones are missing. Interesting. That is according to an email, it looks like. Okay, Executive Secretary Staffer uh, 27723. That's last year. That's last year. In November 2010, so is this an interview with him? Transcript, yeah. Okay, so Robert Hur interviewed the Executive Secretary Staffer number two on July 7th, 2023, my birthday. And there's a transcript of it. And in that transcript, it says November 2010, military aid 14 emailed personal aid one asking him to help retrieve multiple of Mr. Biden's classified briefing books. November 8th, 2010 email from director of programs to military aides and others. So this tells me that Robert Hur has these emails, which probably means executive secretary staffer too, um, if not these other people as well gave her access or turned over to her all of the emails concerning Biden's classified briefing in his books and their efforts to track those down. Delivery of classified material to personal spaces. Hogan orally instructed military aides that the classified briefing books must be delivered directly to Mr. Biden and could not be left on the round table, quote, in the front hall on the main floor of the Naval Observatory, Observatory residence. During our interview, Hogan said that she, quote, wanted to make sure that a book with classified information wasn't just sitting on the hallway table. 
According to notes taken by one of Mr. Biden's military aides, Hogan instructed that, quote, Mr. Biden ask us to leave it on the round table. We should place it on the table and then maintain eyes on it until he picks it up. But in practice, military aides regularly left his classified briefing books unattended on the round table at Mr. Biden's request. Biden didn't care too much for security, did he? Storage of classified material in personal spaces. According to a military aide's notes of a meeting with Hogan in August 2010, she communicated to staff that Mr. Biden, quote, understands that classified material needs to be kept in one of two places, A, personal custody, or B, a safe. What is the footnote on this one? It's an email from a military aide, okay? What is this really big footnote? Okay, we have a mil- another footnote here from the military aide. Military aide one, transcript 10 to 11. Military aide, military aide four, transcript 9 and 16. Quote, he knew that at some point in the evening there would be a book available for him on the table. Military aide eight, transcript, quote, we would make contact with him and we would say, hey, can you leave it on the table at the bottom of the stairs in the Naval Observatory? So he would request that, and we would leave it for him to retrieve. Military aide number 10 said, quote, His direction to me was to put it on a table in the foyer. His direction to me was to set it on that table. But see military aide 11 transcript. He says, quote, You couldn't, if you couldn't, posit- if you couldn't positively hand it off to, to somebody, you didn't. I wasn't going to leave, you know, secret sitting on a kitchen counter in the Naval Observatory. Good man. Military aide 13 said, quote, all of the handoffs that I'm thinking about, I don't think we left classified sitting, classified materials sitting around for him. Some military aides described ensuring that the material was picked up from the table that evening. Military aide 3 said, quote, I wouldn't stand there waiting for him to come down and get him, get them say if he was, you know, upstairs, but I would make sure they were picked up. Military aide number six said, quote, we would leave them on the table on the first floor, and I would always kind of wait, and we would walk or let the dog out. Champ, so you'd see that he let the dog out, and then I would go back up to make sure that those documents were were not on the table after I saw him. At least one military aide pushed back if the material was particularly sensitive. Military aide five said in the transcript that he would not leave anything above top-secret, sensitive compartment and information classification on the round table, and Mr. Biden would be informed it couldn't be left on the table. He would not leave the book on the table for more than 30 minutes. On at least one occasion, Mr. Biden's personal aide sent an email to Mr. Biden himself via Mr. Biden's personal email account notifying him that the classified book was delivered and is on the round table downstairs. That is an email from July 11th, 2011. Okay. Storage. We're back here. Okay. His staff then installed identical safes for him to use to store classified material, installing one safe in each of his West Wing office closets. The second in his one safe each in his West Wing closet office. West Wing office closet. <laughs> Dyslexia kicking in. The second floor personal space of the Naval Observatory and his personal residence in Delaware. 
another foot. There's a lot. Her loves footnotes. And I like that because her is like just giving us, these are the receipts for everything I'm putting into this thing. You know, guys, we're on page, we're on page 51, but we're on footnote number 176. Robert K. Her is a detail-oriented person. I love it. There is some evidence that after the new safes were installed at the residences, Mr. Biden used them to store classified information, at least for a time. In December 2010, for example, Mr. Biden's personal aide emailed members of the executive secretary team saying that Mr. Biden had just put classified material in a safe in the Naval Observatory, including classified briefing books and one of Mr. Biden's handwritten notebooks. And in November 2010, the personal aide sent another email saying that the system put in place by Hogan of using safes at his residence has been working. So these guys were trying to solve this issue with Biden being careless and inattentive to these classified materials. But we also found that Mr. Biden continued frequently to leave classified documents unattended outside of safes at the Naval Observatory and his Delaware home. As to the Naval Observatory, only one of the eight Naval enlisted aides we interviewed recalled a safe there ever being used to store classified material. Several did not recall a second floor safe at all, and only one aide recalled a safe being in the library of the Delaware home, but the aide never opened it. Despite Hogan's admonishments never to leave classified material unattended, several aides observed classified material being left on the second floor, left out on the second floor of the Naval Observatory or in the Delaware home. Some thought it was fine to leave documents to be left out in those for documents to be left out in those spaces, and only recalled moving them if asked. When interviewed, Mr. Biden recalled that at the Naval Observatory, his practice was to leave something on the desk that I was working out of in the office, and they'd come and clear it out when I got finished. Sorry, I need to reach over and uh, grab a beverage. So, Mr. Biden's habit here—it sounds like his the way he worked—is that. Whatever he was working on, he left it out. I can understand that. I leave tabs open on my computer all the time, and I leave stuff I'm working on out on the desk or table or whatever. Uh, but none of what I'm working on is classified. But he expected other people to come and clear it out when he got finished, so he would just leave it out for others to come and take care of. E, lack of counseling on the handling of classified material after 2010. Hogan left her position as counsel to the vice president in June 2013. After her guidance in 2010 and 2011, it does not appear the counsel's office provided Mr. Biden with any additional advice of significance about how to handle and store classified information until the very end of the administration. When an issue arose relating to his handwritten classified note cards, that matter is discussed in detail in Chapter 4. And here we are, Chapter 4. All right, I hope this is working for you guys. We're going to keep on recording like this, and uh, I hope the audio is good. If not, I'll just, I'll just have to re-record this section. All right, Mr. Biden's classified note cards and notebooks. In addition to the marked classified documents Mr. Biden received through the President's daily brief, classified briefing books and other avenues he also regularly created classified documents in the form of his own handwritten notes. 
Throughout the eight years of the Obama administration, Mr. Biden took notes during classified meetings and about classified information in notebooks and on note cards. Although the substantive information in the notebooks and note cards was similar and similarly classified, the notebooks and note cards were handled differently, both during the administration and after. So Biden is making, he's taking notes on in notebooks and note cards in regards to classified information. And because the information is classified, whatever he writes down in those notebooks and note cards is also classified. But they're, they're handled differently, even though they're falling under the same classification. So, for example, if he got a briefing from, let's say, the NSA. Let's just pick something out. Let's say the NSA briefed about something that was classified, and it was classified at a certain level, say, let's say it's top secret, compartmented. And um, he got that. He takes notes on it. That classified information from NSA now the what he wrote down now falls under that same classification that same standard uh that same mark and then the classified information from nsa is going through one route of process to keep track of it but what's happening with his notebooks and note cards during the obama administration mr biden's staff regularly collected and reviewed his note cards to determine if they contained classified information so they could eventually be archived as presidential records. At the end of the administration, Mr. Biden's staff arranged for him to store most of his classified note cards, which contain notes on the president's daily brief and other classified information, in a skiff at the National Archives. In contrast, Mr. Biden held his notebooks close. Ah, so they took the note cards and stored them securely at the National Archives, but the notebooks Biden kept to himself. Mr. Biden held his notebooks close, and his staff did not review them. After the administration, Mr. Biden brought his notebooks home with him and stored them in unsecured locations that were not authorized to store classified information, even though the notebooks and, the, like the note cards, contained classified information. Some information in the notebooks remains classified up to the top secret level and includes sensitive compartmented information. Oh, wow. So this is a statement from her, guys. I've, I haven't seen a statement like this from Special Counsel Smith. Some information in the notebooks remains classified up to the top secret level and includes sensitive compartmented information, including from compartments used to protect information concerning human Intelligent sources. Footnote, Office of Director of National Intelligence from 2013. So there's a there's something from 2013 that is classified that he kept notes on. Oops, I accidentally opened this. What is this? What is this link? Memorandum for distribution subject changes to the human intelligence control system. This is a note to modify the rules for applying the human control system, human intelligence control system marking to HCSP based on information provided by the Central Intelligence Agency, then designated executive agent for HCS. Okay. Okay. 
hopefully it takes me back to the same spot in this document. I didn't mean to, I didn't think it would open. I didn't think that that link was going to open. We're waiting for it to load again. As you can see, uh, the Wi-Fi is not that great here at this hotel, which is why I do not think I will. It would, it would work for me to stream live from here, and it's much better to record than upload it. And it did not take us back to where we were. So lesson learned, be more careful about those footnotes. I was trying to just highlight it and I was going to open it in a different tab. But that didn't work. Okay. Come on. Come on, you can do it. Pack of counseling, chapter four. Okay, Biden's note cards. As president, Mr. Biden carried and took notes on note cards every day. Mr. Biden regularly took notes on four, four inch by 7.5 inch note cards. Many of them had the vice president or office of the vice president printed at the top. So here's some examples. Mr. Biden's staffers printed a copy of his schedule on a note card for him to carry and refer to each day. He still, guys, he still uses this system, doesn't he? As president, he always has these little note cards. He's still using this same system. Interesting. Is that why occasionally it's been highlighted in the media where they're like zooming in and stuff on his note cards? I mean, I know we're using it to mock him and like him knowing the answers to questions, but like, that kind of hits different. We have like recent evidence of him using this note card system as president. He also had staffers print other information on the note cards, such as the number of troops who had died during the Afghanistan war and talking points for meetings and speeches. Mr. Biden carried the note cards in his inner jacket pocket and he referred to them throughout the day and jotted down notes on them. Mr. Biden also carried blank note cards that he used to take notes. According to staffers, he used the note cards to take notes during and after meetings. Well, there's some evil people in that room right there. See, it looks like Rahm Emanuel right there. I'm not sure that it is, but it does look like him. In addition to taking notes in unclassified settings, Mr. Biden used note cards to take notes on a variety of classified meetings and briefings, including the president's daily brief, situation room meetings, and other meetings from the intelligence community. Mr. Biden's note cards were collected and organized by his staff. Mr. Biden's front office staff regularly collected his note cards. Generally, Mr. Biden handled, handed them to his personal aide or staff assistants or left them in an outbox on the desk in his office whereas front office staff collected material at each day's end. Staff then organized the note cards by date or topic so that Mr. Biden could reference them. 
front office staff stored the note cards in their work area outside of Mr. Biden's West Wing office. When note cards contain notes related to foreign policy meetings or other potentially classified information, Mr. Biden's staff turned them over to the National Security Affairs team, who stored them in a secure location. At times, the National Security Affairs team marked some of the note cards as classified. Mr. Biden also marked some of his own note cards as classified. Oh. I wonder if any of the ones found. Huh. Okay. I feel like I remember them saying that they found some note cards at the Penn Biden Center or at the Delaware home or something. Maybe I'm misremembering, but I'm kind of wondering, did Biden like out himself on keeping some of this stuff by actually writing himself in his own handwriting? that what it was was classified, and then he kept it. Mr. Biden wanted to take copies of his note cards when he left office to help write his book. As explained in Chapter 5, in the final year of his vice presidency, Mr. Biden began writing a memoir about his time in office. When conceiving of and writing the book, Mr. Biden worked with a ghostwriter, Mark Zwanitzer. In 2016, Zwanitzer reached out to Mr. Biden's staff and requested help with locating Mr. Biden's journals and notes that would be helpful in writing the book. As he approached the end of his vice presidency, Mr. Biden sought to keep copies of his note cards and other records for use in the book writing process. According to a staffer involved in the project, Mr. Biden wanted to take copies of the note cards so that he didn't have to go to the National Archives every day to help write his book, so because he was lazy and it would inconvenience him while he was out of office. In late September 2016, Zwanitzer emailed Mr. Biden's chief of staff to schedule an interview with Mr. Biden. Zwanitzer said he wanted to cover very specific topics and time frames, and said he would tell you exactly what ground time period I want to cover in session so the VP could have relevant notes, diaries, etc. with him when, he talk, when we talk. Around this same time, Mr. Biden's staff made copies of the note cards and organized them into binders so that he could take them after he left office. The notes were organized by topic or date. For example, one binder contained copies of notes, of notes Mr. Biden took during President's daily briefs and his lunches with President Obama. The binder contained notes on classified meetings and information. Other binders contained copies of Mr. Biden's note cards organized by years. Okay, I just uh, thought of something. Hold on just a moment. It's entering my head. I got I to gotta formulate it. These uh, notes he's taken during the PDBs and meetings with Obama. These uh, these notes may make Obama really nervous. Think about it. Contemporary notes from discussions with President Obama and from briefings with Obama. Are there any notes that relate to Crossfire Hurricane? Are there any notes to them spying on President Trump and members of Trump's campaign? Any notes about Iran deal? Notes about other things? 
in investigating Biden's classified documents, did Robert Hur just manage to gather stacks of evidence of contemporary notes on President Obama and his White House that could possibly be used in other proceedings and other investigations? I wonder if these note cards and these notebooks are more of a liability to Biden or to Obama. Another example. Did Joe Biden take any notes during the Benghazi scandal? What about Osama bin Laden raid? What about notes taken during times when President Obama passed up on taking out high-level targets? What about notes when he droned American citizens? Hmm. Copies of note cards organized by year. So here you go. Example, more examples here. In addition to note cards, some of the binders contained copies of Mr. Biden's schedules and other materials. Near the end of the administration, staff determined that some of the note cards contained classified information. The counsel in the office of the vice president were involved in reviewing the copies of the note cards that Mr. Biden wanted to take with him after his vice presidency. While reviewing the note cards, an associate counsel noticed that some of them contained notes about the president's daily brief. Although the associate counsel did not see any classification markings, she understood the president's daily brief was classified and was concerned because a non-classified copier had been used to make the copies. The associate counsel raised the issue with the executive secretary team, which, as explained in Chapter 3, was responsible for the delivery and handling of classified material in the office of the vice president. Email correspondence from early October 2016 indicate the note cards were temporarily stored in the Deputy National Security Advisor's office, quote, until the lawyers determine the appropriate next steps. In an interview, the Deputy National Security Advisor recalled reviewing materials at the end of the administration to understand what was classified or not. That is an interview from the associate counsel. There's something you can learn with these footnotes. You can learn who Robert Hur interviewed as part of his investigation. So we know he interviewed military aides and executive assistants. Here's an associate counsel to the executive assistant was interviewed. And then you also learn what he had emails he has access to. So Robert Hur has access to emails between the associate counsel and the deputy national security advisor, Eli Ratner. Interesting. I need to check something real quick. Okay. Soon after, a military detail detailee working on the executive secretary team raised her own concerns about the handling of Mr. Biden's note cards. 
After learning that Mr. Biden wanted copies of the note cards for use in writing his book, quote, after the administration has ended, the detailee raised concerns that the notes contained classified material co-mingled with Mr. Biden's personal notes. According to the detailee, the executive secretary, Christine Bakotich, 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 <laughs> I can have fun with that name. All right. Who was also on detail from the military disagreed and concluded that quote, the notes belong to the vice president and should be available to him without restriction because Bakotich outranked the detailee. The detailee sent an email to herself for the record. Smart, smart in which she explained her belief that the notes were being mishandled and documented her request not to participate in any project or meetings that involve these records. Wow. Wow. For the record, here's the email. Got it. This is from October 18th, 2016. And she says, on October 18th, 2016, in the Office of the Vice President's National Security Affairs Office, there began a discussion of the use and disposition of the Vice President's notes. These notes, which are currently being stored in the EEOB room 291, contain classified information that is co-mingled with personal notes of the vice president. They cover a span of several years. None of the notes have classification markings or are otherwise indicated as containing classified information. The determination of classified content was made by the Deputy National Security Advisor after reviewing the content. Kristen Bakotich the vice president's executive secretary insists that the notes belong to the vice president and should be made available to him without restriction. She has indicated that she is aware that these notes will be used during his book writing process, but she is confident the vice president understands which information is classified and which information is not. Kristen has stated that these notes should not be subjected to the regulations of the Presidential Records Act because they fall under the category of personal notes. She has stated that the vice president can keep these notes, including the classified portions, without redaction after the administration has ended. She has repeatedly stated that, that his position as the vice president of the United States excludes him from the guidance that other members of the administration are, are required to adhere to. I do not agree with Kristen Bakotich. I believe these records are being mishandled. However, Kristen is my superior officer, and I am not in a position to challenge her authority. I have requested to not participate in any project or meetings that involve these records. Dude, this chick is awesome. That's, that's a, well done. Well done to her. All right. When interviewed by our office, the detailee said she believed providing the notes to Mr. Biden after the administration without restriction would be, quote, outside of the protocols and policies that have been put in place for our office for safeguarding the material. The detailee did not recall the ultimate disposition of the note cards or whether the discussion percolated up to Mr. Biden. As for Bakatich, during an interview with our office, she said that she did not recall ever taking the position that Mr. Biden could take the classified notes home with him after his presidency. Well, you see, the person who warned you wrote an email, which means she took contemporary notes on you taking that position. So you uh, saying you do not recall isn't going to fly. 
According to Bakatit, she believed in the fall of 2016 when the detailee wrote her email that there was still time for Mr. Biden to review his notes and get the information he needed in a secure fashion before the administration ended. She also did not recall ever advising Mr. Biden that he could retain classified notes after his term in office and said it was not her role to advise the vice president about classified record handling. Nor did she recall anyone else in the Obama administration taking the position that Mr. Biden could take classified material home with him in an unsecure environment after the vice presidency. Based on her own training, she knew that classified materials were supposed to be stored in a secure facility. A memorandum from the National Security Council sent to all of all office of the vice president's staff in December 2016 and January 2017 confirmed this understanding, instructing that, quote, meeting notes and classified notes of any kind are not personal notes, and that only unclassified personal records could be removed from the White House at the end of the administration, though there is no evidence this guidance was ever communicated to Mr. Biden. In October 2016, Mr. Biden's staff installed a new safe at the Naval Observatory for the storage of Mr. Biden's note cards. Shortly after the Executive Secretary detailee raised an objection to the handling of Mr. Biden's note cards in October 2016, Mr. Biden's staff installed a new safe at the Naval Observatory. Email traffic from that time suggests the safe was meant to store Mr. Biden's classified note cards. Sounds like somebody sent something up the chain and some changes were made to try and solve for this issue. On October 20th, 2016, two days after the executive secretary detailee objected to the handling of the note cards, Mr. Biden's deputy national security advisor reached out to Mr. Biden's personal aide asking to, quote, run something by Mr. Biden. Later that night, the personal aide replied that he had talked to executive secretary Bakatich and sounds like we're good, this is a quote, let me know if there's anything additional beyond the safe issue. That same day, the Deputy National Security Advisor sent an email with the subject line, quote, new safe at, at NAV OBS, so Naval Observatory, to Mr. Biden's Chief of Staff, Counsel, National Security Advisor, and to others. In the email, the Deputy National Security Advisor said that, quote, the VP approved the placement of a new safe at NAV OBS, and conveyed his desired location. He explained that the safe would be installed the following day and would be loaded up with the relevant materials. Later that evening, a career employee on the executive secretary team emailed the detailee to let her know, for her awareness, that a safe was being installed. Although these emails suggest that Mr. Biden's staffers installed the new safe at the Naval Observatory to store the note cards, the staffers told investigators that they did not remember why the safe was installed or what was stored in it. Hmm, interesting. That's an interview with the executive staffer and with Bakatich and with Ratner. That quote, so, hmm, interesting. There's some kind of disconnect there. At the same time, Mr. Biden's staff was considering how to handle the note cards. He told his ghostwriter that, quote, they didn't even know he had notebooks containing similar classified notes. Oh. Okay, remember that quote, because if this impeachment proceeding continues and they're smart and they pull quotes and material from the her report, which I'm sure they will, that's one to use 
they hopefully that's on a recording. Hopefully the Ghost Rider has that's one of the recordings the Ghost Rider took, and the how and like Jane and Jim Jordan can get up there, and say, "How about this recording?" And it's Biden, like typical Biden tone, as he brags to the Ghost Rider that they don't even know I have these classified notebooks. Mr. Biden appeared to reference the note cards issued during a recorded interview with his ghostwriter Zawansner on October 10th, 2016. He has it. <laughs> He's got it. The same time period during which the, his staff were discussing and arranging the secure storage of his classified note cards. At the time, Mr. Biden was reading aloud from his, quote, foreign policy notebook, including reading notes from meetings in the Situation Room. As explained below, Mr. Biden's notebooks were separate from his note cards, though he often took similar and similarly classified notes in each. Referring to his foreign policy notebook, Mr. Biden added, quote, they didn't even know I have this. Boom. Mr. Biden, quote, there was a lot of stuff going on at the same time in the foreign policy. You said, uh, they said you didn't want to go into, but I have, I have extensive notes over this time period. Zwanster. Oh, you actually have those here? Mr. Biden. Yeah. Now there's a lot of other notes too, but I mean, this is my, um, they didn't even know I have this. Some of this stuff I'm not, you know, going, I have stuff all the way up to the May 19th, May 19th. And then it skips in my notes to June 16th is the next entry. In this exchange, Mr. Biden seemed to distinguish between his note cards, which his staff were in the process of implementing protocols to safeguard, and his notebooks, which, quote, they didn't even know I have. As explained below, although the note cards and notebooks both contained classified information, most of the note cards were handled differently than the notebooks after the vice presidency. G. All right. Um, the investigation did not determine that, if anything, or determine what, if anything, staff told Mr. Biden about the proper storage of classified information in his note cards. After staff raised concerns about the possibility that Mr. Biden's note cards may contain classified material, his staff discussed how to properly handle and store the note cards. There is some indication that Mr. Biden's staff may have advised him that his note cards contained classified information and needed to be held in a secured location, but the investigation did not determine what, if anything, Mr. Biden's staffers actually told him on the subject. So they just weren't able to determine it. As explained above, emails obtained during the investigation show that in October 2016, Mr. Biden's national security staff appear to have installed a new safe at the Naval Observatory in which to store Mr. Biden's note cards during the rest of his vice presidency. After an email from Mr. Biden's deputy national security advisor asked Mr. Biden's personal aide to run something by Mr. Biden, a follow-up email from the personal aide referred to the safe issue, suggesting that the personal aide had talked to Mr. Biden about the decision to install a new safe at the Naval Observatory to hold Mr. Biden's note cards. But when interviewed, neither the deputy national security advisor nor the personal aide recalled talking to Mr. Biden about the installation of the safe or the handling of the note cards. Okay. For her part, the associate counsel who initially raised concerns about potentially classified material in Mr. Biden's note cards 
believed the then Council II Vice President John McGrail was, a, was going to meet with Mr. Biden to address the issue. According to the Associate Counsel, after she flagged the issue of classified information in Mr. Biden's notes, she thought, quote, someone had a conversation with the Vice President about the binders containing copies of the note cards and probably about making sure classified documents are put in the safe. The Associate Counsel believed McGrail had this conversation with Mr. Biden, but she was not part of it and did not know what, if anything, was discussed. As explained below, for his part, McGrail did not recall any such conversation and indeed said he did not remember anything about the note card project or about concerns that Mr. Biden's note cards could contain classified information. Hmm. Mr. Biden's deputy chief of staff recalled discussions about a slightly different issue. As he described it, during the last year of the Obama administration, members of Mr. Biden's staff flagged that Mr. Biden had written personal notes by hand on the pages of classified documents. Mr. Biden's deputy chief of staff had discussions with McGrail and the associate counsel, as well as others, about the proper disposition of these notes. So we got this is another thing Biden's writing by hand. This is the third type of document that Biden is by hand taking classified notes on. They determined that the council's office would convey to Mr. Biden that he could not keep the notes after the end of the administration because, quote, classified documents belong with either the creator of the documents or if they were native of, to our office, to the National Archives. The deputy chief of staff was not involved in any conversations between McGrail and Mr. Biden on this issue. Again, McGrail did not recall having any conversations with Mr. Biden about the proper disposition of classified documents, though McGrail did recall telling Mr. Biden that all of his records, which McGrail understood to encompass the notes, would be sent to the National Archives. Emails obtained during the investigation suggest that McGrail and others in the office of the vice president conducted some research on the handling and accessing of classified materials after the vice presidency. In November 2016, for example, McGrail sent an email containing a reference to the executive order governing classification, specifically citing the provisions that would apply when a former vice president sought to gain access to classified information. We have an email here from McGrail, Executive Order 13526, Historical Records. Okay. Six weeks later, in January 2017, the Associate Counsel sent McGrail an email containing information about the same executive order and about one, one use of Ronald Reagan's diaries after he was president, a topic that is discussed in more detail in Chapter 10. The subject line of the email was, quote, per our discussions today. And here's the email. President Reagan voluntarily allowed in-camera review of his diaries in regards to Iran-Contra. The court allowed it for the relevant sections. This executive order is helpful when discussing president's declassification authority. This is an executive order issued by Obama. Part 3 explains the declass process. I'm still going to research, but I think these are a good start, is what the email says. During his interview, McGrail did not recall these emails or any discussions about the executive order or the Reagan diaries, except that he recalled having conversations about getting Mr. Biden's security clearance extended so Mr. Biden could access classified materials after the vice presidency. 
According to McGrail, he could not recall having any discussions about Mr. Bynes note cards, notes, or diaries containing classified information. McGrail explained that he and an archivist at the National Archives had arranged for all of Mr. Bynes' records from the vice presidency, including all of his notes, to be sent to the National Archives when he left office. In this arrangement, McGrail made no distinctions between presidential versus personal records or classified versus unclassified records. They simply arranged to send all of Mr. Bynes' records to the archives. From there, McGrail said his understanding was that the archives would undertake the time-consuming task of sorting through the records to determine, to determine what was personal and what was presidential. According to McGrail, nearly, near the end of the administration, he told Mr. Biden that they would send all his records to the archives. McGrail's message was simple. Quote, it was just, your records are going to the archives. That was it. McGrail told Mr. Biden this more than once, and Mr. Biden understood the arrangement and accepted it. McGrail said he did not discuss with Mr. Biden the specific requirements of the Presidential Records Act or the treatment of personal versus presidential records under the act. McGrail also said he did not discuss Mr. Biden's note cards, notebooks, or diaries with him. McGrail said he never spoke with Mr. Biden about withholding personal notes from the archives. Mr. Biden never told McGrail he had notes he wanted to take home instead of sending to the archives. And McGrail saw no indication that Mr. Biden believed he could take classified notes home with him at the end of his vice presidency. If Mr. Biden had such a belief or plan, McGrail would have expected him to raise it during the conversations about sending all Mr. Biden's records to the archives at the end of the administration. McGrail never advised Mr. Biden one way or the other about whether he could keep classified documents, including classified handwritten notes, outside a secure, authorized facility, after leaving office, and McGrail was unaware of such advice from anyone else. More generally, McGrail said he was unaware of any conversations among staff in the office of the vice president suggesting that Mr. Biden could take classified materials home after leaving office and keep them outside a skiff, noting, quote, it was the opposite. It was how are we going to find him a skiff in case he ever has a reason to go to a skiff. When asked during his interview about whether anyone told Mr. Biden that the Presidential Records Act authorizes a former vice president to keep certain materials at home, even if they are classified, McGrail said no and added, quote, that doesn't make logical sense to me. My understanding that is that if you copy or write down classified information on a piece of paper, it maintains its classified status. According to McGrail, Mr. Biden did not and would not come to him for legal advice about whether he could take classified information home after the vice presidency because, in McGrail's words, quote, I think he knows. In McGrail's view, the rule that you cannot take classified information out of a secure facility is, quote, obvious. McGrail explained that Mr. Biden knew classified information needs to be maintained in a secure facility. Quote, he was the chairman of the Foreign Relations Committee. He understands how this works. Finally, McGrail said it would be very surprising if Mr. Biden intentionally took home classified information after the presidency, vice presidency. In McGrail's words, Mr. Biden knew that, quote, information is classified for a good reason, that its disclosure can harm sources and methods and the national security interest of the United States. 
and he has been committed to the national security interest of the United States as long as I've known him. According to McGrail, if Biden took home classified information after the presidency, I have a knock at the door. Hold on. Okay, sorry for the interruption. A, a pretty lady knocked on my door. I had to let her in. All right, uh, let me see. See where we're at. If we have a stopping point soon. All right, let me finish this section we're on, guys, and then we are going to have a stop. I'm going to get some comments on what we just read, though. Okay. Um, reason. According to McGrail, Mr. Biden took home classified information after the presidency. If he did, it would be completely inconsistent with everything that we were killing ourselves to try to accomplish at the end of the administration by sending all of Mr. Biden's records to the National Archives. Okay. We're going to stop right there. We'll pick up on this page, 72, next time. Quick comment on this McGrail guy. At first, when he said he wasn't, it said he wasn't remembering conversation with Biden, I was starting to think, okay, is this guy looking for an out? Like he's just going to do the, I do not recall. I do not recall thing. Uh, but now after reading this whole section, it sounds like McGrail was very firm. And, um, actually he just made Biden look really, really bad. Uh, he isn't this whole section right here. Um, is a very bad section for by for Mr. Biden. <laughs> for President Biden, because McGrail is detailing exactly how this works and that Biden knows this is how it works. And McGrail was pushing every, it sounds like McGrail was pushing everybody on staff that everything's going to the National Archives. That's how it is. This is, that's, there's no question about it. And then it sounds like Biden was, if you, if you take into account this recording we got earlier where Biden says they don't even know I have this meaning they don't know I have these classified notebooks at home. It sounds like the person he's really thinking about when he says they is McGrail, right? It sounds like that's who he's talking about. Ah, ha, 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 McGrail doesn't know I took this with me. It sounds like McGrail was the thorn in Biden's side that was uh, trying to make sure these notes and document all the documents ended up in the correct place. And Biden was giving McGrail lip service and hiding from him that uh, he wasn't exactly planning to comply with that. So that's my reason. Now, the most expos explosive thing we came across in here, obviously, is um, the recording of Biden admitting to his ghostwriter that he had these things and he knew he had these things and that he shouldn't have these things. Um, that's, that's damning. But the, uh, the little epiphany I had during reading that, that... This is Biden not, may not be the person with the most liability here because it, Biden took all these notes during meetings with Obama and these presidential daily briefings. And think about all the scandals in the Obama administration and Biden is there taking notes on them. 
that's that's got to be making a lot of people in Obama's administration nervous. That's got to and remember remember how they ridiculed Trump for taking notes. One, they ridiculed him for that for him writing notes during meetings. Two, they ridiculed him for tearing the notes up and throwing them in the in the toilet. Um, so this is kind of like a one of those how about them how do you like them apples kind of thing where the media are once again caught with uh, criticizing Trump for an activity that Biden engaged in and then some and went way beyond went into a criminality with so all right I am going to we'll pick this as our stopping point and um, I'm going to upload this episode. Hopefully this all works out and um, I'll record more uh, as I have opportunity to while I'm out over here in New York City. And uh, we'll keep working our way through this report. There is some other news I want to cover, so I may upload a video going over that. Uh, There's some information in the Docs case that I want to cover and also in the Seth Rich case. But the Her case is our primary focus until we finish with it. So I think... I have the outro music queued up correctly. Y'all have a great day. Remember, we're not going to win every battle, but we will win this war. Visit my link tree for all the support links, and I'll see y'all later.